the Hog Call Podcast. Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like. We're on them all. Listen to the Hog Call live at iPatio.com, the only live, real-time, uncensored, uncut, Razorback podcast created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Ch- Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way allowing other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially at our Patreon page. Even $1 will go a long way in updating our equipment or providing server space to store episodes. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Call and leave a voicemail at 812 812- or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good, Chad. How's it going down there for you? You know, since the last couple of losses, I uh, got some PAPS American Pale L. It's in a 16-ounce can. It's got an American flag on the front of it. Really decent beer. So, anyway, boy, that sounds good. And you're yeah. telling me those are in the 16 ounces, a good pint, a regular size beer, not a not a mini 12 ounce, right? Yeah, no. So you know, just been drinking quite a few of those, and you know, nursing my wounds. I guess I'd say. Yeah, that's it. It helps. It sure does help. <laughs> I'm just surprised at the turn of events we saw at these basketball games. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought we. I, I mean, you would not think you looking at the schedules like yeah, I wouldn't think we'd be one and three after it. Of course, then you kind of look at the last two years when we made the tournament. We started off one and three the last. So this is the third season in a row we've started off one and three in the conference. <laughs> so the last two years mm. we ended up making a run and going to the tournament. So you know it's it's hard to hard to see that now. Um, especially losing a couple of those at home, you know, um, well, we already talked about the Florida the last time, but LSU, you know, we score 88 points, score a lot and we couldn't stop them. Mm-mm. Uh, had a chance to win that game in Tennessee, Tennessee's got, you know, our biggest loss of the year mm-hmm. or points wise. And that's actually, honestly, the least, the game I'm least upset at, out of our six losses this year. That's the one I'm least upset about. Well, I would definitely agree. Tennessee for me is our, you know, it's a loss where it just felt like we were outplayed versus couldn't make it happen. You know, the other losses felt like we couldn't make it happen. We weren't necessarily outplayed. Yeah. And and this is the, the best team Tennessee's or a lot of people are saying the best team Tennessee's ever had. They're not a, you know, a bas- traditional basketball school, but still going back through their history, a lot of people are saying, hey, this, this could, you know, this is one of their best teams ever. So it's... <laughs> You know, I mean, on the road there, but you know, no, oh, cool. they had yeah. Pat. Oh, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, oh, of course, so, yeah. There, yeah. That's what. 
Just throwing that out there. No, I see. Yeah, they're, I mean, the court's named after uh, Pat Summit. So, yeah. She's great. Um, but men wise, yeah, they just always been kind of mediocre. Yeah, I mean, they've had okay years every now and then, but so, um, but uh, those are, I mean, we're sitting at one and three. I mean, we've, we've got chances. We need to, we need to kind of start a, start a streak here. All right, a streak. Yeah, I think a streak would be good. I was really upset by the LSU loss. I mean, you know, watching that thing, it just felt like, goodness gracious. Uh, I don't know. It just felt like um, we were just having a hard time playing our game. And even though we were playing a more fast-paced game in that LSU game, it just, you know, the traps wasn't there. Um, I don't know. It, it, I how would you explain it? What would you say? Well, I really, a lot of it just came down to not making enough stops. And uh, their big man, Nas Reed, uh, scored 27 points, hit four. I mean, didn't miss a three. And I'm, wow. I was watching a little bit of this last one, Ole Miss versus LSU game, to kind of look at Ole Miss for tomorrow's game. And he, he went like 0 for 1, 0 for 2, missed his just wide open threes. Like, of course he didn't do that against us. So he had a big day. Um uh, they're uh, Marlon. So Reed goes ten out of twelve, and then Taylor goes seven out of eight. Um, so some of these guys that we even forced Trayvon Waters, one of their biggest bigger stars. I mean, he's got eleven assists, but he turns the ball over seven times. We forced him to nineteen turnovers, and then of course they hit eighteen out of twenty-two free throws. Um, seems like teams just do not miss miss against us in free throws while we're still that game we hit sixty percent again. So. Mm-hmm. But I will say Gafford, it was good to see they focused on getting Gafford the ball. I mean, he has 32 points in that game, you know. So yeah. I was... yeah, and another thing that helped LSU is they had some bench guys come off and score some points uh, when their big guy didn't um, produce, you know. So Yeah. Because um, that Big B. Williams down low, he didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, he had a – and like I was some of the this old Miss game a couple of days ago, I mean, he had a big game. He had a huge game. Mm-hmm. And we – he, I mean, we shut him out. I mean, he had zero points. He wasn't really contributing. So, you think shut him down, kind of if you told me he was going to get zero points and not even a rebound. I mean, 20 minutes of play, he fouled out, got him into trouble. I would have thought we had a great shot. It was just – man, it's some of the – just only really a couple of these guys. And then Smart came in off the bench, and Emmett Williams gave him. Emmett Williams really – I mean, he was – 10 rebounds. I think that was a big, came in, kind of played that forward position in 26 minutes. 10 rebounds, six points, didn't miss a shot, yeah. had a key block. Um, and I will, but I mean, we were neck and neck, and uh, really, I thought I thought we were going to take, because we, you know, we were down eight at halftime, outscored mm-hmm. them, obviously mm-hmm. by eight to force mm-hmm. it overtime. Yeah, I think and I sent a just, text at halftime. I don't remember what it said, but I wasn't very happy, I don't think. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, but we score 40 – I mean, especially the game before where we score 50, 51 points against Florida. I was like, we almost got that. You know, we got that a couple minutes into the second half. She's like, that gummit, can we not put a full game together? And um, – but we weren't – you know, we had a, another good good, good run there, but we're, uh, we just could not stop them. I mean, they scored 50 in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say another positive is uh, – uh, Reggie Chaney off the bench, big six out of eight, 12 points. He really, um, he really came in there and fried some big minutes. Uh, we need that from the power forward position. But yeah, a lot of it, we just could not, could not stop. Oh yeah. 
absolutely. Yeah, I was uh, talking about how the, uh, I just went back to the text. I was like, I'm going to check this out. But the announcers were all talking about how, you know, we we're young and we were shooting too deep and we should have been, you know, taken to the basket. And I just thought they were really talking crap, you know. And uh, then, uh, you know, at halftime, that's when I was like, uh, that's when I was like, uh, yeah, I hope we do this. This is ridiculous. And then, uh, right at the end there, I was, I was right before we ended, I was like, that's it. This one's, this one's done. So, and then I asked if you left, and, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that was, uh, yeah. And then, uh, Joe had another slow game that, um, uh, we'll talk about the Tennessee where he actually came on. Um, Seals, he's just been slow in the SEC play. It's a guy in. Keyshawn Embry Simpson. Those have been two guards again. Had um, not very good outputs. Uh, uh, Jalen Harris, he was two for seven from the field and then six assists, but he had five turnovers. So, really, not, I mean, you know, he's not, not a six to one assist to turnover ratio like he was having. Um, so, a lot of things, I mean, just another one that we, I mean, really should have had. I mean, I'm sure LSU, I mean, LSU's been, I think that they're four and oh in the conference. So, uh, but we should be right up there at least a couple wins. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, I think uh, I think we're definitely going to, you know, turn this thing around and get it where it needs to be. Uh, I just, you know, it's just really frustrating uh, when you come into the season and, you know, you lose three in a row like this, and especially after you had a poor, you know, football season. It's just all these SEC games. You just keep losing and losing, and you just want to – you know, you're just ready for a win. You're just ready to get that W, you know? Oh, yeah. The, the football season did not help because a lot of people were excited or just ready to, okay, let's move on to basketball. And then it's just been um, um, being young's not an excuse. It's a reason they're kind of struggling. But, yeah, I mean, you see a lot of good things from them. But oh, this yeah. team, I mean, they got to – I mean, we're not a bad team. I don't want anybody to say we're bad. We're just okay. We're just not doing enough to win. Yeah, like, I just think we, when it comes down to it, at the end of the year, we might look back at this team and say, you know, we would have been in the in the hunt if we would have uh, just simply won the games that we were very very close in. You know, and I mean, and a lot of these are, I mean, coming down to home games. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was it started with that Texas. I think we win that Texas. I think the winning just kind of comes naturally. I bet. I bet we're. I bet we're not just sitting at five losses with one Texas win. I bet, I bet even maybe the Georgia Tech or Western Kentucky were you know trying to stay undefeated. That was just one we should have had a win. And ever since then, kind of been talking about that a lot. This is going to be what could have been. It's not like well, we never had a chance against Texas. We never had a chance against you know Georgia Tech or or Florida or LSU. It's like no, we just we didn't do enough to win. We didn't make enough plays right there but that's what it's going to come down to just not doing enough but i mean i will say you know kind of saying i mean how competitive we are uh you know not kind of letting games get away from them uh you know there's still a chance i mean i know i said lsu was a must win and i, I did feel that way and well, I, know still some, not I know some people were complaining on social media too about the refereeing in the first half and you know to me we just wasn't doing enough to win. It wasn't refereeing. We were just getting outplayed. But 
how did you feel about that since you know since a lot of people were talking about it i just thought i'd ask you they said oh in the in the second half you know they did good but the first half was horrible what do you think well i i, I don't remember noticing that in the first half to be honest so i, I guess not <laughs> you know it didn't stick out to me that in, in the no, me either game, i didn't feel really... like no me either i didn't feel like it was a horribly called game but i guess i guess you know more than a few people did so well, yeah. I mean, um, I, shit. I thought they were worse in the uh, Tennessee game. I mean, it didn't it wouldn't have mattered on as far as us winning, but that's mm-hmm. a different story. But another thing I kind of just looked at is like we were three out of sixteen from three versus LSU. So another one of those one more dang, dang go in. That's not too much to ask. You know, not be better than eighteen percent from three, and we win that game in regulation. Not even take it to overtime. But that's kind of the story story this year so far. We've got 14 more SEC games to go. So it was tough, oh. man, watching that yeah. watching that game. You know, especially when you thought, "Oh, we gonna we got a chance here," and then and the overtime was like couldn't get nothing to happen. It was so it was so strange because all the momentum, all, we're gonna win in overtime. All of, we had the momentum because yeah, they were good. up. They, they were up like 14, I think, at some point in the second half, looking to run away with it, and then we just go on a run and outscore them from there. You know, obviously to uh, to tie it up, but you just thought we had the momentum and kind of sit at home. You know, we just we had the momentum to win. It's just strange. I don't know. It's just just some bad luck. It's just some bad juju's going on. I don't know. Well, you know, I agree with you. I agree that uh, you know there's definitely something going on, but I don't know, man. You know, we we it just felt like we were better, you know, than we played, but. You know, maybe that's the uh, plight of a fan, right? Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> so, always. what do you think uh, What do you think the big takeaway from that LSU game is for you? Besides, you know, the fact we need to win. <laughs> I mean, I... Well, like, what can we do, I guess, is what I'm asking to move forward and be successful. Well, in a game like that, I mean, uh, play the way you play on those runs. And this happened that happened against Florida when we were down sixteen and made a run to cut it to two. Like play like that for forty minutes, the whole game. Uh, yeah. Just play that. I mean, I mean, we're forcing the turnovers, and um, I, yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, um, I like the I like the approach of going to Gafford inside. They were giving it to him, so they they made him pay for it. Um, mm-hmm. Another one is make free throws, and um, a lot of those. Um, uh, we did. We it seemed like they were out rebounds first, and we outscored them in second chance points. So the hustle's there. It's just um, got a, a lot of some of those switches on uh, Reed getting kind of open when he was the hot hand. Um, um, better communication on defense uh, continually, but I mean. Another one is like right there, one more shot, and we're talking about different situations. So, one yeah, I'd no, like to have back. It's frustrating. It seems like it's always, it's always just a couple points, couple shots, couple, couple situations, couple, you know, bounces that could have went the other way this year. Oh yeah, but that's pretty much my takeaway from the LSU game. Well, I think that's good, and it uh, you know it really puts things puts things in its place. Yeah. 
Where do you think? So, uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to uh, uh, move on to Tennessee, so you yeah. go ahead with your thought. Oh, no, I was just going to ask, uh, you know, what you thought uh, Tennessee, you know, oh. <laughs> where we kind of, you know, where we were at there. Uh, we're on the same page. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it's a game we lost 106 to 87. Um, truly outmatched, you know, Tennessee's number three team in the nation. I think Duke lost the other night. It didn't help us that uh, the night before on Monday that unranked Syracuse went to number one Duke and won. So, you know, Tennessee's like, oh, man, you know. So, we, you know, there's not usually a lot of upsets in a row. Usually they, you know, come like that. Back-to-back days, it would have been tough. But mm-hmm. um, I, knew, I knew when they did, it's like, dang, we're not going to. I was hoping we were the big upset, top five upset this week. But I know. I hate Tennessee's, that. it's like, I, that happened well. Happened in football. I know we probably weren't going to upset somebody, but it was like, oh man, they, another this top team got upset. So now they're, you know, uh, for example, Tennessee's probably got their eyes wide open already. Hell, if they even knew that happened, but I'm sure they did. Duke's always on the ESPN, so I'm sure they watched us like, oh, we can't let this happen against Arkansas. It can happen at Duke, but we were just outmatched uh, a lot of it. You know, uh, Tennessee's full of juniors and seniors, the Grant Williams. I mean, he goes two for seven. You know, we solidify him on, you know, uh, make him take, made him take tough shots. But then he goes fourteen out of fourteen from the free throw line. I, don't, I mean, I mean, they didn't miss. I mean, they went thirty-five out of thirty-nine from the free throw line. I mean, how does that? I mean, could you imagine if we shot eighty-nine, ninety percent in these, these games from the free throw line? If we had a power forward that wouldn't miss? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, they all these guys are six out of six, four out of four. So he ended up with eighteen seven rebounds. Um, Jordan Bone, the point guard, he was two out of ten. Forced him to a lot of bad shots, quick shots. He ended up with eight points, but eight assists. Um, Bone was in there for a long time. Yeah, thirty minutes. There thirty minutes, and he only he only scored eight points. I mean, you know, we played him hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was two for ten. So I mean, the guards are forcing him and a lot of tough shots. And then Admiral Schofield. I believe I need to look at the first half stats, but I believe we. I mean, um, um, yeah, the first half. I mean, he had no points in the first half. Mm-hmm. In that second half, he comes out and just. I mean, make seventeen. It, yeah, he so seventeen all in the second half. Seven out of ten. Um, just making, just making. Uh, you know, he's a big body guy, but he's just pulling up and making the old school sixteen footer, seventeen footers. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, he did hit three threes, but. Uh, but you know he's a guy just like I mean they weren't missing there. We'd 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 try to you know get on a run, get back, get back at him. Uh, Isaiah Joe had had his best game of the SEC season, hit seven out of thirteen threes, and every, he would hit one, and then they'd come back down and hit another one. And um, they're just they're just a really good team at home. I mean I mean and then I mean they got up thirty on us at one point, and we fought back to kind of. Um, be competitive and can't really say trash minutes because they didn't have a third string or second string in there. They were still playing their starters, but they probably did take the foot off the pedal. But um, I like that, you know, we at least tried to, we didn't want to be embarrassed by 40. Mm-hmm. I mean, their first conference game, they beat Georgia at home by 40 something. And they go on the road to Missouri and beat them by 24 or so. So it was a very know, weird game because it felt like every time we threw somebody in that game, they scored. 
And, yeah. you know, it was just like, I felt like, how are we scoring so much and the points are so low? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, we scored 80, I mean, 87 points. I mean, you think that it's like, I would take, I, I like 87 points. But, say score 106. Yeah. It so just, it just felt like, back. yeah, I agree with you. It just, it just felt like it seemed like we were doing more than we were. It just felt like we were in a, a mud hole. We just couldn't get out of it. Like it was quicksand, you know? Oh yeah. And then, I mean, we scored more, 10 more points. We scored 42 points in the paint, about half our points. So, that's another. I mean, it's two losses. I know. Mm. I'm not. I'm not moral victoring, and I'm just saying it's good for for the 14 rest of the games. Good to see that we're throwing it in the paint. Yeah, we're getting oh, yeah. easy baskets. Reggie Chaney. I mean, he's five out of seven, eleven points. Yeah, Chaney's so, really um, really playing hard. I like I mean, how he's come around. I mean, it's big time. I mean, I was you know, at the beginning of the year. Best. I thought he might come around, so I'm glad to yeah. see that. I mean, true freshman. You can definitely tell he's getting confidence and he's going up i mean and desi sills he seems like he's been more on and off than i thought he was going to be i was a big proponent of him but he's had a couple off games you know yeah i mean it was good i guess this game he went one for one Embry simpson again one out of five one out of four he's got to he's got to contribute more than that uh Mm -hmm. for us to win off the bench uh gabe hits five free throws i like that he didn't take a shot his only points were free throws i'll take that from him Mm -hmm. um uh that's a boy, what a player. Oh, yeah, he's always hustling. He's a guy, ain't never going to fall, you know. Yeah. He's doing the best for his talent, you know. Um, Mason Jones had a solid game again, um, but Joe really stood out another thing. is I mean, he made his two free throws. He's been missing for a guy that's normally, I mean, 90%, I think, in high school from free throws. Mm-hmm. Kind of come in this year, and especially the SEC, missed some big ones, or missed, you know, missed some. Uh, Gimme's there. Uh, nice to see him kind of getting his motion back, and um, we'll talk about it here in a second. But I think I think kind of some things lead. I think we're going to start up the street. Uh, start. I think we're going to beat Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss tomorrow, even though they're ranked and it's at their place. I think. Uh, but it just seemed like Tennessee just would not miss. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Uh, they just came out there and just played well, and it just played better than us the whole, the whole game. Um, but again, it felt like we were playing hard. Thought we were trying. Um, it just felt like we we just was in a hole we couldn't dig ourselves out of. I think, you know, you just can't go down that much, and then expect to to come back and win. It's hard to come back from no. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean. Especially early on, I mean, it seemed like we were, you know, it was a kind of a 6-5 game, you know, kind of close. And then all of a sudden, you look up and it's, uh, I think, 23-6. to six. So, mm-hmm. just, I mean, just in a couple minutes span, just, wow, you know, just yeah. firepower where we don't even. It's hard you know, to come back even... from 20 point. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, with the, the effort was there because we, we had outscored them in second chance points. I think, too, the big thing, we only had six fast break points, so we weren't really, I mean, we were scoring more in our half-court offense. Um, if we would have played good at the beginning of the game and we wouldn't have got shell-shocked, which kind of looked like we did to me, you know, and we wouldn't have dropped those 20 points, we would have played that, that portion of the game the way we played the rest of the game, yeah. we would probably be 107-106. Yeah. I think there's a kind of a stat um, – 
I know we had lost one. We were leading at halftime, but there's there's a reason that uh, Anderson's teams at Arkansas have been when they're leading at halftime. If they have a good half, they're probably going to win win the game because these last two games against LSU, we were down eight at halftime, now or outscore them. Same way, uh, even going back to Florida um, and then Tennessee, we were down nine or twenty one at half, and then we come back and outscore them fifty three fifty one in the second half. So if we just put that same effort, same you know, not go on these scoring droughts the first half, we're in. You know, we we would have been in that game. You know what I mean? I didn't. Didn't. I mean, we just got like you said, perfect word for it, shell shocked by that first. A big big crowd. You know, top 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 five team. Man, you know, big just game. with them just rolling in and but we kind of settled down in the you know second half and. Oh yeah, trying to make a run at, but like you said, the effort was there. I mean, we outscored them second chance points, but the fast break didn't have very many, and then they scored. They had thirty five points off turnovers. You know, we had seventeen turn. I mean, that you know, we had nineteen turnovers. They had seventeen, so we weren't taking care of the ball, and they're taking it. That's what good teams do. So, and they're not afraid to run and go on fast breaks. They're kind of yeah. I'll be glad for those guys. I mean, they're 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 going to be losing a lot of guys. The Tennessee fans. I know they're probably not listening to this podcast, but if you were, Tennessee fans enjoy it while it lasts because you'll be back to Tennessee next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. My, uh, well, my in-laws a Tennessee fan lives up there and everything, and I went up there and stayed. Nice campus. Nice folks and everything. Yeah. But uh, it isn't anything any more special in Fayetteville. I'll tell you that. Matter of fact, I don't know when the last time I heard Knoxville was ranked one of the best cities to live in. So, oh no, <laughs> y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna do anything anytime soon. I agree. Oh no, it was nice. The thing about Knoxville is like generic. The entire the entire city to me, it's like uh, anything you want is there. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh look, there's a books a million. So last time you seen a bucks a million, you yeah. Know? Like those things are <laughs> shut down. Oh wow, I didn't know they could they could read in rural Tennessee, but I guess so. Yeah, it was so cool. We went in there and grabbed a uh, got a book for uh, Oscar. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. Wasn't I like the good books. Done. There definitely wasn't like you wasn't crawling with people. Let's just put it that way. So next time you visit, they may, may not be there anymore, but. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, like, you, if you name it, it's like there. Like, generic restaurant. Just mm-hmm. come up with they it. They got them all. Applebee's, they got one. Oh, yeah. Chili's, they got one. Yeah. Sonic. <laughs> they even, Sonic. Uh, But they even got ones that, like, you thought were gone. You know? Like, uh, yeah. what was it? Uh, they probably got a Whataburger. They had a Whataburger. Uh, <laughs> they had a... Uh, Oh, oh, what was that other one? Uh, Jack in the Box. It's like, it's like, come on. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wild place. Yeah. I always wanted to go go to the Smokies. I've never been there. If you want generic food, man, that's that's a place to go. Well, yeah, I'd probably get out more to the Smokies. I always wanted to do some trout fishing on the one of the one of the streams out there in in the in the uh, national park out there. We went to that uh, Twin Peaks. 
over there. Oh, okay. The restaurant. Yeah. I thought it was going to be themed after the show. I was disappointed. No. <laughs> Uh, there's there's one opened up a couple years up in Rogers up here, and I haven't been. Well, the peaks are nice. Yeah, that's what they say. It's like the <laughs> scenic views. Cold <laughs> beer and scenic views. Well, goodness, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't do you, know what else to... I, I mean, I, know, think, I think we got to ask this question. I think we got to say, where are we at when it comes to the tournament? At this point, with this many losses, and what do we need to do to to stay in it? Which, how many wins do we need to stay viable in the NCAA tournament? All right, so we're ten and six, one and three. So I mean, we're way off. We're way off the path right now. Uh-huh. Um, but I think I mean you could win these next two games at Ole Miss tomorrow and Missouri at home, which I think are very possible. And be, so we'd be sitting at twelve and six, three and three by the next podcast next week when we do this again. And then I think we're 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 able to be talked about again. Now if okay. we come next week and we're you know two and four, one and five, obviously one and five, then I think it's I mean it's going to be big time over. But I mean we sit next week twelve and six, you know a couple wins, get back kind of competitive in the SEC standings, and, and get another road win at Ole Miss, and they're ranked eighteenth right now. I think it'd be big. We got some winnable games coming up. I mean, uh, you got those two, and then you got at Texas Tech, which they're 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 uh, top. I think they were eighth uh, this week in the poll, so that's a tough one. But then you got Georgia at home at LSU, which I think we could, I think we can beat the LSU there. Uh, Vanderbilt at home, South Carolina, Missouri, Mississippi State at home, at Auburn, A and M. I mean, just kind of some of the games in the next couple of weeks. I think, I think the. Uh, you know, we've played some tough matchups right now, and I think it's kind of a time to, if we don't get a streak going right now, like we had, like I was talking about earlier, the last two seasons, this is when we started getting some win streaks, kind of building up a little momentum. Uh, mm-hmm. But now's, now's the time. I know I said LSU was a must win, but, you know, maybe maybe we still got a shot. There, It's not it's not impossible. I mean, 14 SEC games left, some good. good. So mathematically, how many games we got to win? I mean, I would think. Well, so we, we got, got nine four, left. We got fourteen SEC games. Fourteen left. left. All right. So I say. And then Texas think, Tech. Did you count that in? And, oh, that's so fifteen oh, games. Fifteen. Fifteen games. Good lord! So we got quite a bit. So there's still a lot of time to. I mean, that's so pretty. We're halfway through the season right now. At ten and six, we've played sixteen. We got fifteen left. So we're and plus one SEC tournament game. So we've got a guaranteed 16 games left. So I think I say it'd be reasonable to win to go nine and six, um, ten and ten and five the rest of the conference slate, and that you know that puts you at you know uh, ten and eight or eleven and seven in conference, and then kind of uh, nineteen and well, it really. You really want to get up to that twenty win, twenty one win mark. If you could, if you could go on the road and beat Texas Tech, that'd be a big win. Mm-hmm. And then it might be a force where we're forced to uh, uh, win a game in the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. To kind of add to that, but um, we got to, yeah, we got to start getting some wins. So now. You, you would, would you say we need to win every game and 
a tournament game, or you think we could drop a couple? Yeah, no, no. I think we can. I think we can go nine and six the rest of the way, ten and five the rest of the way. I mean, we got to win more than we lose because we're kind of behind the eight ball right so now. So we but... need nine, ten wins. Yeah, nine or ten more. I would say nine, nine more to get ten. So Definitely, if you so be safe, yeah. we could drop five games just to be safe. Yeah, I would say I would say to be safe, inc- especially including Texas Tech. Tech most definitely. Mm-hmm. I think you know that would be the big. Um, oh, that'd be a big win. But and yeah, there's some still ranked teams. So if we can beat all the teams that are unranked, we could get in. Yeah, but at this you, point, you I mean, the teams might sure. you know the rankings might change. But at this point, right now, if we could beat all the unranked teams. And it yeah. just lost the rank teams. We would we would get in. Yeah, and that, but but you probably, I mean, that might just put us in the NIT if we don't we don't have a big any big quality wins. Or so I know Indiana's dropped one or two, so that's well, that's, that's what I was okay going to ask with the NIT. What do you, what's your what's your numbers on that? I, I'm not sure. I mean, they pretty much you got to have a winning record, but I mean, I think you know, eighteen, nineteen wins. Kind of, I think we could we'd probably get in there, but probably miss probably drop seven games. Yeah, it feels like this team's you know. I mean, either, I think uh, that is definitely doable to win the rest of our games, except for the rank games, and then maybe just drop one or two more. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's that seems like I don't know. To me, that seems like a you know free well, throw or something. Like we're definitely going to be able to do that at least. Getting to well, the just. NIT. The precedent right now for uh, the last, you know, uh, four or five years under Anderson, the precedent has been set of this is this is when we come on. This is when those teams, you know, do yeah. better is last of January and February. Get on a run early March. Now, we haven't gone as far as in the tournament as me, you, Anderson, all the other fans have wanted us to. Mm-hmm. But as far as getting to the tournament, this is when our best – kind of a fun part where we rattle off some win. Yeah. So it's it's coming to a, a do or die time, but it's not it's not over. Well it's, it's interesting to talk about, you know. And we're yeah, gonna, oh, uh, we're gonna hope we get in the tournament. I mean at least I am and, and until it comes down to the point of, like we gotta win every game to get in and I'm still gonna well, be like rooting for it, you know? Well the thing I like about basketball is um that you play the conference tournament at the end and if you if you win that, then you, you get an automatic bid. So it's mm-hmm. not over. I mean, we could be Owen Owen, you know, thirty going in that tournament, and then rattle off four wins in a row, and then and we're in, in the NCAA tournament as a four and thirty team. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And obviously, that's not going to happen, but and that's not the case. But it's not over until that. I mean, we're sitting there and we're eliminated from conference tournament. I mean, it's you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. So even if we're just kind of you know looking more like NIT, at least you're just like all right, well, you know, still get better, don't give up because we could win the get on a roll in the conference tournament. So, but it's something to look forward to. Kind of you know we're seeing some progress. It's got just got to you just think the way. I mean we're not getting. I mean Tennessee's the by far the biggest margin we've got to beat by. So we've been competitive in every game, which is right there with winning. So you think, hey, if those things maybe these things are going to switch our way and we're going to. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, are you ready to jump into the next uh, the next segment? Or 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I can wash those games away. All right. Excellent. <laughs> well, let's talk about Ole Miss. I mean, we're, we're playing Ole Miss, and my bucky has a uh, spread out on them. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, they got a plus six and a half uh, against Ole Miss there. Um, so, if you uh, are going to bet, or already betting, do me a favor, go to my bookie. If you're already betting, that's fine. If you're already using my bookie, that's fine. Just use another uh, email address and sign back up. Use promo code HOGCALL. All right, if you use promo code HOGCALL, what's going to happen is however much you put in, they're going to double that. So if you put in a $1,000, they're going to match you. they give you 2000 And it goes all the way up to 1000 but if you put in $50, that's fine too. They're going to match that 50 and you're going to have 100 to play with. So you might as well at least go out there and play with that 100 And then you got anything in between that. So um, if you're if you're going to be betting, use uh, promo code HOGCALL on uh, MyBucky. We'd really appreciate it. Help us uh, update our equipment. You know, we've gotten better and better as you guys have supported us. And we'd appreciate the support. And, uh, you know, hey, if you're betting... Do it through my bookie. That's all I'm saying. What, what do you guys say about that, Tim? Oh yeah, definitely is. I'll call and uh, on my bookie uh, six point uh, underdog. It's not you know that's not bad. The other day I think yeah, we were six and a the half. Final one came out was we were down we were twelve. So kind of looking you know that's it's not you know I kind of expected to be that's a that's a fair number especially for uh, for Ole Miss to be the home team. Mm-hmm. Um. That's the nice thing about doing it late like this on a, on a Friday. We're able to actually get the my bookie spread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know we don't have one for the Mizzou, but even game tomorrow that would be favorites versus. Yeah, no, they didn't have anything for Mizzou, but at least we got you know we got Old Miss. That's in awesome. There, so that's there good. we go. Or the All land right. sharks, or the Colonel Reb, or black bears, fucking fin dolphin, or whatever the hell they are. No, I don't even know anymore. I don't think they know. The Rainbow Warriors. <laughs> uh, Come on, man. Why you got to pull Hawaii into this? I know. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. What in the world? Uh, Leave Hawaii alone, man. Yeah, well, they're not like they're Wonder Boys or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad Hawaii's there playing football games at 9.30 on a Saturday night when everybody else is done playing. <laughs> Uh, I like Hawaii. All right, so moving on to Old Miss. Good, uh, yeah. So, These uh, guys look uh, look pretty good this year, man. I'm just kind of who was this Western Michigan? They they beat up on and Butler whipped them pretty good. And then uh, Nicholas State they won. They beat uh, Baylor. Just pulled it out there. Uh, Cincinnati beat them, uh, beat them, so they didn't beat Cincinnati. Uh, they beat San Diego, just barely pulled that one out, too. Real close game. Louisiana Monroe, just, you know, beat them pretty good, but not in the hundreds or anything. Uh, Illinois State, they beat them pretty good. Not a bad, not a bad win. Uh, what's this, Southeastern Louisiana? Goodness, only scored 69 <laughs> points on them. That's surprising. You know, Future home of uh, Cole Kelly. But golly. Uh, then they played, uh, what, that's Chattanooga. Put 90 on them. Chattanooga scored 70. Uh, 
say Middle Tennessee. I put seventy four on them. They they scored fifty six. Florida Gulf Coast, who we've seen play a lot of yeah. teams that we, we've played, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did that a lot. I think, man, if everybody beats them. This is not Florida Gulf Coast's best year. Uh-uh. No, 57 or 87. <laughs> I ain't seen one that won yet. So. Uh-uh. I was like, oh, well, they beat – earlier in the year, we are like, oh, they beat Florida Gulf Coast. So. It ain't Dunk City no more. No, that's – I'd no, still go not. down there to college. You get a dorm room on the beach, like literally oh, yeah, on the beach. Like you can open your patio door and walk out onto the beach in your dorm room. So yeah, you oh, yeah. kind of if you're not going there, you yeah, probably who cares? Should, but if you're not, it's like yeah, who cares how your basketball team is doing? Unless you are like doing one of those really good years, like ah, and this it. big party <laughs> school. Yeah, that'd be a anyway. Moving on. Um. So we got uh what was next? Mississippi. Uh they beat Vanderbilt by you know, uh, eighty one, seventy one. Uh went over to Auburn, beat Auburn, uh sixty seven, eighty two, so really put it on Auburn. Beat them really bad. Yeah. And then uh Mississippi State. Yeah, they beat them, you know, eighty one seventy seven. And then uh, LSU just just stomped them, man. Just put it on them, eighty-three to sixty-nine. Just hammered them. Oh yeah, and I know. Uh, so they're thirteen and three, three and one. I know. Uh, so they're eighteenth in the country. They beat. So Auburn was number ten, and Mississippi State was number fourteen. So that was the first time in Ole Miss history that they had beaten two back-to-back uh, top fifteen teams. So. Good for Ole Miss. They kind of came back down to earth against Ole Miss or LSU. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. I was. Just, I'm just looking at that. Like, whew, goodness, maybe LSU is a little better than people think this year. Yeah, uh, they they've got a pretty good uh, team. So they were winners of ten straight before the LSU game. Uh, they got a new coach Kermit Davis. Um, so they're kind of a team that you know uh, sets good screens, run cuts really, you know, full speed. Shot, shot selection's really good. I think they're top twenty in the NCAA in field goal percentage. Um, you know they they'll take a quick shot in the first eight to ten seconds, but after that, kind of they'll they'll uh, kind of move the ball around. So the Hogs can't, you know, Hogs got to play throughout the shot clock, but they will jack. I mean, they will jack a shot up, especially their guards, uh, Davis and Tyree. I mean, they will jack. They're fast and they'll jack up a three as soon as they come down the court. So we can't be lazy. We got to like the communication, like we're talking about with the LSU game, uh, leaving guys open or anything. You got to make sure. Uh, I noticed too in the L- Tennessee, might have been LSU. Like some of these times, a couple of these times, I think one of our guards was running out there, like yelling at, stomping uh-huh. the feet. We didn't even put our hands up, and they were, we were far away from the guy. But at least you know, throw your hands up, and try to disrupt, and wave your arms in the air in front of. Him. Yeah, uh, you got to do something. But. um so Ole Miss, uh, you know, I watched a little bit of that LSU game, and they started off hot against LSU. I mean, LSU didn't score in the first four minutes. Really poor shot selection. It was not the same team we saw um, um, against us. Um, so their starters, they go with three-guard lineup, um, number two, uh, Shuler, uh, 6'2 guy. And actually, I mean, he's kind of, kind of their point guard. They're really kind of three shooting guards, but – he handles runs offense quite a bit, but I had seen uh, somebody's tweet that he missed practice, 
uh, the other day, and it's kind of limited, limited. So that's why I said, "Oh, that could be a big, big thing tomorrow." You think they'll sit him? Hopefully so. Or if he's just you know hurt, maybe just going to practice and just. Just well, I mean, he was in your coach, you know. Well, I mean, he was injured. I think uh, uh, kind of mispracticed that way, and then limited. Yeah, I hate seen anybody kind. injured, but hopefully he can't play. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's got the flu or something. Yeah, or just injured, I, like a sprained yeah. ankle, something he can. Yeah, so yeah, I think. I mean, if he played a little bit limited, so he's it's not a broken leg. There's no sense in pushing it and trying to, you know, get better fast, you know. No, nah, we're we're one and three in the conference. Uh, they can overlook us. They got Alabama, Iowa State, Florida coming up, so mm-hmm. um, they can outlook us. Um, so the other guards, two the two big guys, really to kind of um, uh, that really are most of their offense. Number three, uh, um, Terrence Davis. He's the SEC Player of the Week uh, last week. Uh, he scores and rebounds. Lead, leads Ole Miss uh, rebounding for a six-four guard senior. He's a really good high school wide receiver. Had twenty D one offers. He's really fast. Gets down up and down the court quick. And then number four, uh, Tyree. Uh, he was SEC player of the week two weeks ago. So they were really this is some of the. They had a couple of the best weeks in Ole Miss basketball in a while. Um, he's third in the SEC in scoring. Six-two junior. Um, so those Tyree and number number three Davis and number four Tyree are the two big guys that you're going to see them take most of the shots and jack up a lot. Um, but then they got kind of the forwards inside. Number zero Henson, six seven. Um, he's hit or miss, but he did score 26 points against Mississippi State um, on the road there. And then they got number thirteen. He's a Polish guy, seven footer, uh, Ola Genesek. So he's a big body center, improved kind of guy. And then they'll go uh, Stevens, a backup center, number 12, 6'8 guy, number 20 guard, Davis, and then number 14 kind of uh, roughing 6'7. So they they really only go 8 deep. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, they play a lot of zone, 2-3 zone. They'll play some man-to-man, so, but I expect them to play a lot of 3 zone against us tomorrow yeah it'd be something definitely to watch out for um i haven't got a chance to see a lot of old miss games this year but i think i i checked some you know just kind of flipped over during during uh one of our games and just kind of saw a little bit of, of what they were doing and uh yeah i think you know we just got to speed this game up and just and just play hard against them uh to me i think that's the key to beat anybody for us uh, like you said, you know, kind of get on that run uh, that we have been on, but like at the beginning of the game, you know, don't wait until, you know, you get on it first before they get on you, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. And Ole Miss is a team we can out-rebound. Um, so if we, you know, we've we've had SEC play, we've been a lot better on the boards. So we can go for hundreds of boards, um, uh, Osaboyan, Bailey, Cheney is a power forward. It's obviously, Gafford uh, get the putbacks in. We got to make sure we box out their guards. I mean, if a six-four guard Davis is their lead rebounder, so you got to make sure those guys are accounted for. Um, um, and also against their zone, we need it. You got to. You know, it's a big key for Harris to to drive in. Um, LSU was 
getting a lot of easy dunks from their point guard driving in, feeding to one of their big guys dunking. Um, so we got to penetrate and then kick out to uh, Isaiah Joe. Hopefully he's hot again. Uh, Mason Jones as well. But I think we can get some easy baskets down low. Um, it's going to be a up on the kick out, man. <laughs> it's going to be a <laughs> full house on Saturday. Uh, I agree on that, a... though, man. I'm just giving up on it. I don't know if that's going to happen. But if we can just get it inside and slam dunk it, that's fine, too, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll be an early game, but there will be a lot of douchey uh, Rebel Blackberry Landshark fans that they pretend to like basketball when they once every now and then have good season so we just need to force them to bad shots and uh, not get not get intimidated if those guards hit a couple threes in a row just keep at them and kind of get on our own runs in the first half they were tied 31 at the half to LSU and then LSU outscored with 52 38 in the second so it's a team we can I think it's a team that I think they could have been playing above themselves to get up to an 18th ranking they're supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league this year kind of a team that I'd counted on before the season win here or win in Ole Miss and a win in Fayetteville. So I, I still kind of expect that. I know they're they're the favorite or ranked still, but at home. But I still I kind of expect us to start a run tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is this is in Ole Miss, right? So yeah, it's in Oxford. The, the problem with that is they're damn lighting, man. Well, they Have they've you ever got noticed a noticed how dark it is. Watch this game tomorrow and notice well, how dark. Well, they got a new it. they got a new arena in the last years. Yeah, I went to I went to uh, Arkansas. Uh, we went down there. We were ranked a couple years back. One of the, the last seasons they played at the Tad Pads, that old 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 arena. It was so dark, and mm-hmm. we won by a close game. There's a theory we that they turned the lights down in there. You know, uh, but we went to that game. It was a fun one. Um, Manny Watkins hit a last second three, so I ate some bunch of ribs and barbecue in Memphis and saw Arkansas uh, beat them down there. So, but it's a new arena now, so the lights better. I guess I haven't been there, but <laughs> I assume so. They don't go out. I remember there was a game a couple years ago where the light, the the electricity just went out, the power went out. Goodness gracious! And it was like half lit and. We didn't know what was going on, but Ole Miss was used to that. You know, like they only got electricity. I think in the eighties. What did the state of Mississippi only get electricity just in the eighties or something? I don't know. You know that. So, you know that there's something wrong with that whole place, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. You ever been over? Yeah, yeah. We went over together. <laughs> Which weird. I just talked about going over there. Yeah. Dude, it's a weird area, man. It's a weird area. Goodness gracious. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about how weird Oxford is. It's just strange. Oh, it's, it's a never strange been, place. Man, you got Faulkner over there, which is all fucking morbid and strange and weird in itself. You know, it's like I like Faulkner, so I don't know. It's like you want to like it more than you do. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. If Ole Miss, if it wasn't pulling that school, or maybe if it was just a like a like a conference USA school or somebody we didn't play all the time and kind of witness their, yeah. You know. Somebody we've just been consistently better than, you know? Yeah. And, something like that. And really we have the Grove ain't that hot, man. It's just a bunch of tents. That's it. You know, just put people yeah, in thought, a small area. And I never, it was like, oh, they're friendly. They'll give you, it's like, I ain't never 
damn friend. I never, nobody offered me any food, drink, nothing when I was there. That's where I always heard. It's like, yeah, you can just, like, yeah, right. Yeah, I never had anybody offer me anything either, but I was blue pig silly in and everything oh, yeah, else, yeah. so that might have been probably, part of it. They probably expect you to go, hey, how are y'all doing? It's like, no, I'm going to beat y'all today. Yeah. I want to yeah, be and then they wear, I don't know, now I'm getting into football, but then they wear suits to the game, like. It's cool to get, you know, spiffied up for a game, but come on, a suit? That's a little weird. Yeah, that's, oof. I'd mug in that swoop, suit, man. Yeah, I don't even, like, when I've gone down there, I don't, I don't even stay in Oxford, man. Get me out of there as fast as I can. I mean, it's the closest closest campus to us, so it's kind of always been. I've been to a couple football games and a basketball game there. So just kind of the easiest one for me to get to but yeah forget oxford man yeah. memphis is cool though yep yep you gotta just ride oxford off at this point <laughs> i guess now what missouri's probably closest isn't it uh well i still think man it seems like missouri's columbia's still like five five and a half hours oxford's well i mean maybe around there but Probably the same I've way. just never, yeah, I've just never wanted to venture up to Columbia. <laughs> I probably will one of these days, but well, football's <laughs> always the day after Thanksgiving. You're so bad, we don't even want to go up there. Yeah, well, I'm glad I haven't yet, but I do want to go to a football game. But I hate it. I wish we'd. I wish that was more uh, kind of where LSU is in the season. We're playing LSU the last part of football, and then well, I'd go, but. And Missouri doesn't even feel like a real, you know, SEC team still to me. No, that's why it always seems like just a non-conference game at the end of the year <laughs> that they take a lot more serious. But yeah, exactly. It's probably like the uh, Arkansas LSU thing. But all right, man. So, what's your uh, prediction on this puppy? All right, I got, I got Arkansas. Uh, let's see. I got Arkansas 92, Ole Miss 83. I think we come out and beat them pretty good tomorrow. Okay, 92 to 83. I got uh, <coughs> Arkansas 85, Ole Miss 90. And I just think All Arkansas right. is going to have to show me they can win at this point. Yeah. I'm really disappointed. And I'm hoping, you know, we're going to be able to win our uh, our next game. But just beating a ranked team at this point feels like a, I don't know, a monstrous goal. But then at the same time, you go back and you look at their LSU game, and it's like, man, you know, we we have we might have a shot there, you know. So it's a really hard. That's a really hard decision. I, I felt like you really put me on the spot asking me that <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, no, I, I, I really do agree with you, though. I just I just got a feeling I'm going to be wrong. We're probably going to get beat by 30 tomorrow. Man, for some reason, all week, some reason, all week I've, I've had a feeling like where they, this is where we kinda, we're going to get a couple wins. I mean, maybe we only get two wins in a row and then get back on a losing streak. It feels like we're going to put it together these next two games. Um, but I, I, I agree with you. I can't argue with the fact that, like what you said, is like prove. You know, they got to prove that before they get anybody's confidence about the team. Prove they can do it. Prove you can beat anybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. And then uh, after that, speak of the devil, here fluttering its wings. We're gonna have to fly on up there uh, to. Oh no, it's home game. Yeah, they're coming back up. to Battle Walton Arena. All right, so Missouri's coming on down for the Battle Line oh, yeah. Trophy. They do oh, all yeah. that in uh, basketball no. too, or is that just a silly football thing? Just silly football. Yeah. That's um. Yeah, no, and like I was talking about, we started off one and three in conference the last couple of years. The first in both seasons, uh, the first the first team we beat to end that streak has been Missouri. So I hope hope we're not one and four. Hope hope we can just beat Ole Miss tomorrow too. But include Missouri in that streak, and that's fine. Seems like we always play them about the fifth or sixth game. Good time to get a win, um, especially at home. Um, I see no different, um, but I can't say that. I mean, hell, we could I could see us. Losing these next two too as easily as I can see us going two and zero, but Missouri's definitely uh, part of the since since especially in the last couple games between Florida, LSU, Tennessee, and Ole Miss, definitely the worst of those. Yeah, absolutely. So let's take a look here at uh, old Mizzou. So uh, they played Central Arkansas and uh, beat up on them sixty-eight fifty-five, which is you know not a very high scoring game. For uh, Central Arkansas, uh, then Iowa State stomped them real good. Uh, then they uh, they beat uh, Kenshaw State, which uh, you would hope they would. But again, that's a fifty-two, fifty-five game. Like, uh, all right, so that's just surprising to me. No, uh, yeah, Missouri—they're last in this score, and they do not score very much. Goodness gracious! And then uh, they beat Oregon State. Uh, another low-scoring game. Uh, Kansas State beat them. Then uh, Temple beat them. Then they beat uh, UCF. Let's see, they beat Texas Arlington. Beat Oral Roberts. They didn't beat Oral Roberts. Why? They shouldn't even be able to play them. Uh, Xavier. They beat Xavier. That's a pretty big basketball school too. Uh, then you see, uh, they beat, uh, Illinois, uh, beat Moorhead State, uh, Tennessee beat them 87-63. The South Carolina game was postponed. Uh, the, uh, next South Carolina game they had, South Carolina beat them 85-75, so I guess that was the game they made up. Yeah, they had a big snowstorm Saturday, but they ended up playing it the next day on Sunday. Then Alabama beat them in a weird 70-60 to 60 game. What a weird score. Even numbers and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't that seem weird to you? That is seem, well, that's a little strange. And then they're going to play uh, Texas A&M before they play us. So what is that? How, how is that going to impact impact that game uh when they play us on wednesday the uh i don't know to me to me they're missouri staring i mean a road game at a&m they're staring at being owen owen uh five when they uh four one four when they come come to fayetteville um but yeah i mean they got i mean they won all their december games um beat some basketball schools and xavier and uh so decent they kind of got it more together 
Uh, they're nine and six, zero oh and three, last in the SEC and scoring at sixty-eight points a game. Uh, low, or I think they're twelfth in the SEC in field goal percentage at forty-three percent, but then they lead the SEC in three-point percentage. So that's about there. If they're hitting threes, they got a shot to win. If not, then you're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna beat them. Um, okay. You know, one of the last teams in steals in the SEC. Um, so they're not really aggressive on defense. Um, they're coached by Quanzo Martin, who's kind of been around the coaching world uh, in the last 10 years. And then I know one thing I kind of noted, they've had the same starting lineup every game all season. Uh, I've not changed it up any of the 15 games. It's kind of weird, but for especially for a team that's not been, it's been okay to not try something new, but I guess they got number 15 Gast as their point guard, kind of leader of their team, uh, 6'2 guy. Um, I'm still looking at him. Ole Miss, uh, he's 13.5 points per game, leading score, four rebounds, 46 assists. Um, let's see here. Um, number 13, Smith, he's 47.3, guard, sophomore. And then you got number four, Pickett, a uh, true freshman. Leads SEC – or not – leads scoring for Mizzou in the SEC games, uh, six guards. So kind of some shorter guys. Uh, and those three guys, Guy, Smith, and Pickett took – those three guys have taken 65% of all the shots uh, or versus Bama, I noted. So those guys are going to be the main main kind of cogs in Missouri's will. Then they got number 24, Purdier, six seven senior, been around a little while, number 23, Tillman, the center, uh, big post presence. He only averages 22 minutes per game. Uh, he gets in foul trouble uh, big time. I know he got first two fouls in the first eight minutes against Alabama the other day. He's got, uh, I think, yeah, I wrote this down, 41 turnovers. I mean, that's that's humongous. That is a lot of turnovers. He's 6'10", senior. They're going to match up with Gafford. But he's probably going to be putting Gafford to the line. Um, and then they go kind of from there, they go um, – they they go eleven deep, which is weird. I mean, they don't even have a, just a great bench, but got Santos coming back or from injury, six eight guard, first off the bench, Watson, six five guard, zero, Suggs, number three, six six. They got number five, Mitchell Smith, six ten. He's from Van Buren originally. Um, not very he's redshirt sophomore, not not really anything we really missed on. Kind of skinny guy, doesn't even not for a six ten guy kind of plays more on the perimeter. You got number one Pence in a six two guard. Um number fourteen center Nico, Reed Nico. And then a uh, big thing I know before the season they lost six eleven on tape. Um supposed to be their main kind of guy before the season. That hadn't had helped the one bit. Um and I know that all those guys kind of came in the first eight minutes. So they really kind of run through their bench. Um Kind of some things I noted against Bama. Bama scoring fast in the paint. Uh, so we should get a lot of bench points there. Mizzou is a team we can score fast on. Mizzou wants to get it in to uh, Tillman down low. They want to kick it out for the three. Their bench not big contributors, even though there's a lot of them. Um, I think they, out, they did outscore 40-30 to 30 in paint. Oh, outscored 40-30 in paint versus Bama. So Bama was getting it down low for dunks, layups, easy shots. Um, I kind of wrote down, unless Mizzou gets hot from three, we should win. Um, they'll go on big scoring droughts. So, um, 
kind of like kind of like we do. So when they go on a big drought, we can't. We need to take advantage and go on a big run and just kind of uh, get a cushion on them. Yeah, absolutely. We don't want to play to them. We want to play above them for sure. Totally, totally agree. Especially you know, at home. Yeah, they're they're uh, you know I watched uh, a little bit of one of their games and, and they're just. I don't know. They're one of those slower teams that try to play a lot of defense and and uh, take it to you that way. And uh, just don't know how successful it's going to be against a, a fast-paced team like ours. Yeah, I don't expect. Uh, I expect us. I mean, unless they just come out hot, all cylinders. I expect us to win. I expect us to kind of control the uh, control the pace too. Yeah, I think we're going to be able to trap them a lot better than we have other teams. We're going to be able to really be able to get in their face, uh, stop the uh, three-point shots by just, just being aggressive, getting our hand up, you know, just get it in line of sight, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and I think you're going to see us uh, make them take some tougher shots, uh, which is going to give us the opportunity to, you know, to come away with this one. Oh yeah, and then like you're saying about the trapping, I think that's a team we definitely need to uh, press and trap and be aggressive against. They're uh, mm-hmm. they got a turnover margin of minus one, so they they turn it over more so than their opponents. So they don't really force a lot, and then they turn it over a good amount. And so we want to see their hands getting inside, trying to steal the ball, you know. Exactly, we should be able to get some fast break points, and kind of some easy scores. And, uh, just kind of if they do go on any kind of three point run and kind of have a cushion where all right we'll just then we'll trade you a basket that's okay exactly yeah hundred percent with that yeah that's all I pretty much got on Mizzou <laughs> yeah I mean I think we covered it I mean uh, you know they got some they got some uh, low scoring players and they're going to try to play a really defensive game and try to keep a low score and, and try to get out of there with a the win. If we let them do that, that they're, they're likely to win. But if we come in there and press them, uh, push hard, run the ball up and down the court, uh, steal it from them, you know, and, uh, we're going to be okay. Oh yeah. I mean, they're not going to, they're not going to come scared at Bud Walton arena kind of seeing that lost already four games there and kind of what Florida and LSU's done. Mm-hmm. No, no team until we kind of, kind of protect the home court and show that, okay, this is, it is going to be tough for you to win here. And this is, this is where we need to get started, uh, getting home, uh, yeah. regardless of the outcome tomorrow against Ole Miss got to win. I mean, if we can't win this one, then good, good Lord. Yeah. Like I said, if we drop every ranked game and win all the unranked games, we got a chance, you know? So oh, yeah. If we drop Ole Miss, got to win. Got to beat Missouri. If we beat Ole Miss, then we got cushion. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll take that. Um, and it's a possibility, like like you said, like looking at that the, the teams we've played that they've played, we've we've played them harder. It looks like so. You know. Um. All right. So here's the thing. We know Ole Miss is. You know they got uh, they got a few more. You know seniors. They got a more experienced team. We know we got, you know, a very, very young team. What are we looking at with Missouri here as far as, like, the the maturity level? Uh, I mean, knowing they're starting lineup, yeah, they've got um, a couple seniors and the sophomores. So they're, they're in a freshman. They kind of got about three seniors and a couple young guys. So definitely more experienced than us, mm-hmm. uh, as most teams are, or every team are pretty much that we've played. Um 
but even some of these seniors aren't. I mean, just some of these guys have been around, but they're not just huge. I don't know. They're not just superstars. Uh, kind of contribute a lot, but they're you know they play as a team. Uh, Kwanzaa Martin always has his teams uh, really competitive. Um, he's been the coach at Missouri State, Tennessee, California, and back to Mizzou in the SEC, and always really competitive and gets his teams to the postseason, whether it be in IT or NCAA play. So they're always going to be competitive, and um, they definitely kind of play through him, really team-oriented. They Maybe not the most talent, but um, you know they're going to put forth the effort, uh, kind of try to slow us down and uh, force us into – um, you know, if they, they're not going to try to outscore, kind of like you were saying, but, um, they're, you know, but they are a more experienced team. All right. Excellent. So are we, you ready to, uh, you know, make your, uh, prediction? Oh yeah. I know if anybody's keeping track, I think I've gotten every, every game right this year. So nobody quote me on that. Nobody go back in the arc. Really, you had us losing the LSU. Yeah, I think I've every every game we've. Wow. Maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. All right, keep going. <laughs> I just kidding. <laughs> All right, I got us Arkansas seventy nine, Mizzou sixty eight. Seventy nine to sixty eight. Mm-hmm. All right, I think uh, Arkansas ninety, Mizzou sixty. Woo! Just a like weird it. one of those weird scores. Just where we just come out and just play they like on. to play these even games. Just put it on, get our frustrations out. Mm-hmm. Just all two point shots, whole game. Not even <laughs> Forty five two point shots. Not even go to the free throw. <laughs> not even. Not even worry about it. Nope. Or right. could make thirty five two point shots, and then twenty out of twenty free throws, just to kind of get some confidence back on that. Yeah, that that would work. That would work. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, yeah, I think we definitely got a shot against Mizzou, you know. Man, I feel bad about the Ole Miss prediction, but. Hey, maybe it'll help us, man. I mean, I guess. It's hard. It would be hard to predict. I'd say no. (laughs) (laughs) If I knew it was going to help, I guess I would, but. Oh. All right, well, I guess we should move forward. Um, hockey is going to be gearing up this week, I believe it is. Um, let's see. It looks like, uh, it's the 18th right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it looks like uh, D3 uh, playing a game in uh, Springfield, Missouri tonight. They won it 4-3. to three Nice. At the uh, Pacific Regional Showcase. Oh. Yeah. And then it looks like, uh... oh no, that was, ah, my bad, that was November. All right, they're going to play Old Miss, 7.30 tonight, and we don't have a score on that, so, all right, that game might be going on now, might be able to jump over there and check it out. Uh, usually they put it on YouTube, so you can probably go watch the uh, YouTube tonight, but if you're not watching hockey, definitely suggest you jump on it. Especially D3 team. Uh, let's see, D1. Man, too bad Matt couldn't get on here and help us out. Let's see. Uh, at Colorado, uh, the D1 team lost yesterday. 
so I did not not get a chance to check that out um, so you know I think that's the first one I've missed in a while and it does look like from the update uh, from the Razorback Hockey Twitter it mm-hmm. says D1 Hogs up one to nothing after the first period at Colorado State so there we go oh there we go oh okay. yeah they're playing alright cool so uh, we'll know how that goes and then uh, tomorrow, they're going to be playing at Colorado State, so you can always check that out, uh, hopefully, online. And, uh, you know, so you got some hockey coming up here. I think uh, Missouri State is going to be, uh, what, Sunday? I think it is. So, yeah. Oh, no, wait. Ole Miss tomorrow. That's Springdale. And then it comes back to the 25th, Ole Miss and Little Rock. So, all right. Not a chance to see Ole Miss. Yeah. Well, see us beat Ole Miss. Just, just Man, beat them four Miss times in hockey, beat them in basketball tomorrow. It's going to be. Yeah. They don't want that. So, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, we'll have Matt on soon, be able to uh, give us a, a good uh, hockey update. And when that happens, we'll be sure to let everybody know. But, uh,. You know, I, that, that's about all I know. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to catch some of the games this weekend for sure. You gonna you gonna watch any of those, Tim? Or hopefully so. Yeah, I like some yeah. Razorback hockey. Stand. <laughs> so, and then we go into uh, football, and uh, you know, Chad Morris landed uh, the SMU quarterback Ben Hicks. Uh, they've been all over the media and everything, and talking about you know how uh, Ben's been saying he's really good at this offense and he's excited to be back in it and he knows exactly how to run it and so on and so forth. Which to me, you know, as a football coach, I don't care who knew how to run what last year. You know, I don't think that was the issue. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe the quarterback is given more responsibilities or something and that's why some of the uh, some of the weird play calls happen. Uh, that we saw. Um, I don't know. I uh, am hesitant to believe it's going to be a, a huge change, but I hope that he's able to come in and and uh, do what they're saying they're going to do. Um, I just I think I'm going to have to see it. You know, hopefully they're going to let us in on some of the uh, practices, and uh, we'll be able to we'll be able to let you know. A little bit more when those uh, practices start opening up. I think, um, I think uh, spring ball should be starting pretty soon. So, yeah, I think it seemed like they're they're starting it earlier this year. So I feel like they're starting it in February. Uh, okay. So so we'll know soon. So it's good to kind of get another quarterback on the roster, uh, especially since I know uh, KJ Jefferson won't be here till fall. Mm-hmm. True freshman and. And Connor Nolan's going to be halfway through, halfway in baseball, halfway in football. So no telling how that's going to work out. So yeah. thank goodness we got another quarterback. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Morris said all last year. You know, um, that's all I could do is, I guess, take his word. But he was saying, oh, we've only got some thirty percent of the offense installed. So hey, maybe it does make a difference that Hicks knows the. You know, he spent three years under Morrison. Obviously, had his best best two years at SMU under under more so yeah so all I can do is hope right now I mean I don't he's not he's not you know 
Yep, Alex I was a little, Tyler Wilson. I was a little excited about it too. I remember we shot a tweet out to our little group tweet, and uh, one of our friends, uh, D Rock, tweeted back to us that you know all all the uh, all the Clemson coaches that uh, that have that have coached as head coaches at Arkansas have done just a horrible job, even coaches that won national championships. So that's uh, I was like, goodness, wow. You really need to bring that up, but being he did, I figured I'd bring it up for for everybody. Let everybody know. You know. How'd you feel about that tweet, Tim? Oh gosh, yeah. Well, I guess it wasn't a tweet. Cool. I guess it was a text. But how'd you feel about that text? Oh, not too good. <laughs> uh, leave it up to old D Rock to do that. So. I mean, it felt I'm like starting... it had some validity, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, especially after the first year. But I'm still hopeful for a bowl game next year. Farther away we get from the two and ten disaster, I, I get more confident. That's all I can do. But <laughs> I, I agree with that. And you know, there has been some things to to build our confidence, like uh, Chad Morris bringing in Ben Hicks and so on and so forth. And you know, it's just going to be a matter of of seeing what happens. You know, yeah, it's got to see out. here. Man. Uh, you know, we're going to be losing um, all of our other quarterbacks because they've all either gone somewhere else or declared. So. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Well, you know, I feel kind of bad because you know they they came in there and 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 tried real hard. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a homer. Maybe that's what it boils down to. But it just kind of feels like I don't know. They almost felt like they were just kind of put to the side. You know, kind of like oh well, they can't do it. Like Who's that for something? Oh, oh, like Story say, and Kelly. I'd say Story and Kelly. Honestly, yeah, Story and yeah. Kelly. I was really surprised. I wasn't surprised by Kelly uh, transferring. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they transferred to southeastern Louisiana, so that kind of nobody was really in the running for. But that Story, I was really surprised. I felt like if he would have transferred, he would have done it. You know, another year or two before. Said I thought he was stuck with it this year or for another season as a, just finished up as a hog. But yeah, I don't put it on story though because I feel like I don't know. It just feels like there was a lot of uh, animosity towards him, you know. So I feel like that's probably the main reason he he took off, or maybe the coaching staff sat him down and said, "Hey, you know, we're going to be bringing in Hicks, and and you're not going to be starting." Yeah, that could have been. That could have also been what happened. You know? Yeah, I mean, it seemed kind of as soon as Ben Hicks announced he transfer, it's kind of like, well, that's he's bet he goes to Arkansas. Guess what? A couple weeks or a month later, mm-hmm. oh, he's going to Arkansas. I was like, well, that wasn't too big of a surprise. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But and we did get a. Another uh, got a four star safety commitment today, kind of over Texas and Oklahoma. So, anytime we get out those school for for a guy, especially when we need help on defense, so that was nice. That was some positive. We'll get into the signing day when that's official. Yeah, when everybody signs, we'll have a big signing day episode and we'll, you know, really break it down for you exactly who we got and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's looking up. I guess it has to, right? Oh, we can't get any worse. I mean, I guess we could have not even beat Tulsa or Eastern Illinois, but I don't think. 
Golly, I can't believe hey, it's telling you. Right like, kind of did that at SMU. It's like first year went what or one or two games, or then or went one two games, and the next year won five. I was like, well, you over double or you know one, you know. Yeah, well, let's definitely win double six. that and more. Let's so. get us in a bowl game this year. You That's know? what I expect. If you're if we don't go to a bowl game, if we only went, you know, three or even even five, good lord, that's really. If we go to a bowl game, I, I find that as progress. That should be the, the, I mean, the minimum goal this year to. And that's what I'm not gonna. Last year I picked us to go eight wins, but now I kind of what I've seen. Now I have kind of kind of what I've seen from the Morris until, he, like we're talking about with the basketball, until he proves it wrong. I'm not going to pick more than 16 winners. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it was the Morris Taurus. Maybe it needed some time to build up some speed, you know? <laughs> That's all, but right after the season, I was like, we can win anymore. But farther and farther it goes, I'm just like, it's just like well, maybe, maybe we'll get enough, you know? Maybe, maybe we just have enough to get to a bowl game. I um Ugh. yeah no I'm really I'm I don't know we'll see it's if, if he don't it's get great. to a bowl game next year we got to get a new coach period point blank I don't care if he's only had two years after that first piss poor year man if you can't get to a bowl game the next year that's it man you gotta you gotta go you gotta you gotta take on take off stepping you know let let us go ahead and pick somebody else don't you think. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Uh, you come up with tough. five wins, you wouldn't be happy with that, would you? No, no, uh, nobody should be. No. Well, anything else Razorback related that we need to talk about? I want to bring this up. My uh, brother, one of our listeners, Luke uh, Davis, brought brought this point, and I think we need to talk about it. Um, Kind of a weird subject, Razorback football. But as long as a lot of teams like Alabama claim championships, I think we should claim the uh, 1909 national championship. We were undefeated, one of the few undefeated teams. I think we should wait. That should be another champion, national championship, 1909. All right, hell, I'll take <laughs> that. So we got two national championships. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we need to look that year up and like. Uh... You know, we need to outline that in a podcast. All the games we played, and, and I don't want anybody else listening to our idea. But uh, Luke could give me an idea. We need to put some hog called T-shirts out there. Hog called podcast. Some uh, 1909 national champion. But yeah, I think this year I have. I <laughs> oh, that is it. awesome! Let's do that. We, we hog call 1909 national championship T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. looked it up real quick in that season. Um, you know, not a lot of people were playing. A lot of teams were playing. Uh, but we beat we beat Oklahoma twenty one to six and shut out LSU sixteen zero. If that ain't worthy of a national championship, oh, that's, you know, undefeated not, that year. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, who else was undefeated that year? There was a couple different, ones, but a lot of them had. So I'm not counting ones that had ties. You got to have no no losses, no 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 none of the ties. Just the undefeated. So Washington was seven zero. Colorado was six. They, I, I'm thinking more. Of this is like the Independence. And Colorado was six and zero, but they were in the Colorado Faculty Athletic Conference. Yeah, they don't count. I don't know, if they, played, I don't don't know if they played any more teams in Colorado College, Colorado Mines, and Colorado. No, Colorado. that don't count. That don't. And count. then you had honestly the only so Washington was seven and zero, and then Missouri was in the Missouri Valley. They were seven. No, they're seven zero and one. So forget Missouri. Yeah. So us and Washington were co-champions that year. 
All right, so who'd Washington play that year? Yeah, let's see. Let's see Washington. Um, oh, is God. It, is oh, it say if they played ranked teams? or No, no, but their biggest – what? I mean, biggest school they beat was Oregon. They beat them 26. But the and other Oregon teams, was horrible. They And they played a high school team that year. And I know early – they played a couple of them. And I know that that's what happened early in football, but we didn't play any high school teams that year. Oh, we so had that's ours. I mean, if play. they played high school teams and we yeah. did not, that's definitely our championship, man. Or the national championship. <laughs> 1909? <laughs> hey, and that is a, awesome. And this year's the 110th anniversary, so. Man, you got to tweet this out, man. We got to get this out there. We got to get these t shirts. We've been looking for t shirts. So this will be a great all call podcast. Nineteen oh nine Razorback National National. Oh Jane. yeah. All right. Well, we'll get the t shirts up and out by the end of the week. Yeah, this is all trademark, so if anybody steals it, we're suing. Just to let you know. Yeah, I already. I just I, I filed it. I just wanted to test people see if they were going to steal our idea, but don't even try it. Yeah, I got a good lawyer. I'll have I lawyered up the... a long time ago. We'll get a link to that. Uh, we'll definitely get a link to those t-shirts out there to you guys. I think I'm going to go ahead and get me one of those too. That is sweet. I'm going to do a, uh, I'll do a design. How's that sound? Oh, nice. That's what we need. <laughs> All right. So soon to come, the Arkansas 1909. National Championship T-shirts brought to you by Hog Call Nation. Ooh, pig! All right, so we got to go with something that is not Razorback related, unless you got another bombshell to throw out. <laughs> no, that was, that's all I got. <laughs> that was awesome, man. I had to get that out before. Uh, oh, that's great. I've been meaning to bring that up. Keep forgetting. We're so desperate. We're talking about football. And I'm so I'm desperate for football now. I just, we only got. I, you know how excited I am knowing we got two national championships. <laughs> it ain't like oh you just got one. That was in, no. We got two. We got two. Man. That's <laughs> that's good. Man, a lot of teams ain't got two. All right. <clears throat> so here's the deal. Clemson went to the White House to eat. And they were fed McDonald's. And pizza hut. And I don't see how I can't talk about it. You know, I guess my thing is, is, you know, after being with a football team and just knowing what an honor that would be to be able to go and, and celebrate your win with the President of the United States, no matter who it was, Republican, Democrat, it don't matter. When you got there, you would either expect to not have any meal, which has happened, and that's that's fine if that's the route the president chooses, or not necessarily a fancy meal, but a good meal, right? Like not a mm-hmm. not a uh, McDonald's burger, or a fast food pizza, but like maybe a hometown DC pizzeria. Yeah, our hometown burger spot. You can't get anywhere else. Kind of like that, uh, that burger spot in Memphis that fries your hamburgers in the oil. You know oh, what I'm talking God. about? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. You know, they got places like that in every city. So why not bring some of that stuff in, some classy stuff, some presidential stuff? It's just, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was classy and presidential to bring in, you know, McDonald's and so on and so forth. You know, say what you will about it. Uh, That's just kind of how I felt, you know. Uh, I guess it's, it's kind of being nitpicky. I'm going to be first to say that, but, you know, at the same time, you know, whenever uh, Ohio State went to uh, the White House and then Obama hooked them up with a four-course meal, so, you know, I don't know. It's just something to think about. Oh, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And um, it's not even... Uh, it's not even like it's like oh it's like oh he paid for it with his own money. It's like God, don't even don't even tell me like that was a hit to his damn bank account. Let alone that, it's like but it's not even that. He was like, well, that's all I can, you know, I can afford right now. You know, I'll put it with my own thing. He was like, well, I think it's a great idea. I think it's I think it's what they would like: cheap, fast food. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, they get they one thing they get they get fed better at the. Um, uh, Oh yeah, facilities. Well, here's here's the thing. I just want to touch on that point real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tim, because I know you're you're good. But uh, on that point, so basically, you would have catfish hole for lunch, right? A nice local restaurant come out, give us a great lunch. Then you'd grab you a Big Mac or you know, Chick-fil-A sandwich or whatever, fast food joint item mm-hmm. in between lunch and, and dinner. That's your snack. And then you go and you get your dinner, which would be like Outback Steakhouse or something like that, bringing it into us. Now you think about that. That's every day during the season for, yeah. for a college football team. And, uh, I mean, you know, you know, you know, we used to take sandwiches home and everything else. You know? so, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ate a lot of Chick-fil-A, you know. But it's uh, the only way I could afford to eat sometimes. But anyway, uh, that being said, the thing about it is, is that uh, that's just their minimum, right? Like, that's just something right. you get all the time. It's yeah. like there was no research done at all. Anyway, all right, go back. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just oh no, you're good. I was saying. I mean, it's and uh, and if they do, you know, if they're if if you know an athlete that's not getting paid besides <laughs> scholarship for for um, for their football, like if they do have any or get hungry at night when you know things aren't open or maybe they don't have you know. Uh, availability what they can't afford is is fast food that stuff so they've had it and probably growing up you know in uh you know high schools after game that's that's what you'd get if you know mm-hmm. somebody wasn't out there grilling you know they're getting you know they're getting a couple hamburgers or so it's just the the unoriginal just unoriginality of it and just assuming it's in the fact that it's not like the only thing you could get why not show them i mean it doesn't even have to i mean just like even like a like a barbecue platter um, from somebody and you know there's oh, yeah. i mean dc i mean and that too you know dc's close you know uh right there you know uh, i don't know there's a place where a lot of you know there's good food there oh yeah <laughs> and uh and clemson probably a lot of players from from georgia and Car- the carolinas so they're used to southern food you know there's 
gotta be some good southern food and you know near that close you know mm. near virginia and um but the fact of it and acting like it was just like okay that's what they want i don't know that seems a little bit i don't know just a lot of things wrong and i don't these people are like wow why would that's what i would eat I was like, really that that's really that's really a great thing like people kind of back like acting like well they should just appreciate anything so i really don't just don't give me anything <laughs> you know what I mean? that's like a buddy of it's mine like you- uh, he was talking about it and uh I said, dude, I was trying to explain to him my position. I said, dude, it'd be like I invited you over for burgers and showed up and I had Big Macs on the table Bingo, instead yeah. of grilling out. Like, hey, Tim, you want to come over, grab a couple burgers, some beer on Saturday, and you show I'm thinking, up. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm going to come pull up at your house. I'm going to smell the charcoal going, you know, or the grill's going, oh, man. <laughs> then come in. And exactly. You got... <laughs> Uh, you Wearing got an apron out back with a cigar, I mean, flipping the burgers, minutes, you know. And they got fries and stuff. And not only do they repackage it or put it in anything, it's been sitting out. I mean, not only do you have the, the trek from the fast food restaurant to the White House, but then it sits out. And it's just like, that's just so many things wrong with that. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. So, but... Yeah, not the best fast food because it's kind of old. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. It's like there's a lot of things. Even, you know, even pizzas are. That can be left out a little bit, you know what I mean? Or oh, it's better cold than warm. But, I mean, just half, especially the the fries are the big thing to me. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old McDonald's fries. Think about it. <laughs> but, but and two, like just just don't just don't feed them anything. Let them go on a tour, which would be great. Let them go on a tour, and then you know, not only is it you know big ACC program for a lot of boosters, but with the national championship here lately, you know the the booster money, the things have been coming in, so they're not hurting where they couldn't take, they couldn't go themselves, and, you know, get their own food somewhere. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, you know, just reserve a whole they restaurant. Did. I bet after they ate that <laughs> snack. They went yeah. to a restaurant, mate. I bet we. Oh could, yeah. I bet you did a freedom of information that you probably find that receipt somewhere. <laughs> That's okay, but just uh, yeah. I, oh, that was just what a letdown that was. Yeah, man. No, it was just goodness. It was surprising that our president would just do something a little more presidential, man. You know. Hire some people just, to grill burgers in the front yard. I can respect that more. Get something local that's, you know, cool, you know. I mean, I can respect that, but just to grab McDonald's. Come on, man. You're the head of the United States of America, leader of the free world. Like, reward that team, man, or just like don't everybody even. Like, was like, oh, you know, Obama got the fancy mustard. I'm glad he got it. I'm glad he got that. <laughs> Dave John Mustard. He's the dang president. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's better than putting ketchup on your steak. And... Oh, and eating it just bone dry, just cooked to a crisp. <sighs> to, no to bread crisp. in it or anything at all. Just like over well. <laughs> that. That's not normal, man. That's not man, normal. they could have got some shrimp, man, some cold shrimp on ice and stuff around there. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm getting hungry talking about it, but just the cool local place would have been the thing to. Yeah. What a yeah. thing to do. I mean, you don't have to with all you know, the the staffs furloughed, shut down. Yeah. Uh, it's like 
well, damn it, but you're, you're going out. Well, just get, I mean, it's still like even, even a nice pizzeria, man, something to be proud of. The... They just hang out with them for a couple hours and talk to them and shake their hands and stuff and let them go eat after. Oh, yeah. <sighs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Not very presidential move, in my opinion. That's all. I just know how I'd feel, and I don't, man. I'm sure they said all the right things. I said, appreciate anything. This and that. But you know how many of them were, what were their real thoughts about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just feel bad because they worked hard and put their bodies in line and long, grueling seasons since, I mean, it's a, obviously year round, but especially since, you know, two a days in August, hot and there in Clemson, South Carolina, finally culminated with whooping Alabama and then you're rewarded. Hey, that's, we're going to the White House. It's going to be going to get some fancy something, you know, like some crazy foods and, oh, <laughs> cold left, left out McDonald's. And, uh, yeah. and I'm not saying I'm above that stuff, but hell, if I eat it, it's because I'm, I'm on a timer, uh, you know, budget pinch, and it, but I eat it right then and there. You know, I don't, like, oh, man, I can't, I got to wait. I'm going to, I'm going to hang on to this, you know, let it sit in my truck for a while, you know, but, so many things wrong. No, wait, if you go to do McDonald's, you just got to go there and order it and eat it. And when you go through the drive-thru, you should already damn know what you want, man. They've only had like four things on their menu the entirety of their, you know, <laughs> restaurant change. And when they do have something new, you know what that is, too. It's called the McRib. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. Silly, silly mess. Well, I don't know. I guess that's about it. I guess that's all we got. Woo. I guess we did that podcast pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. You got, you got everybody attuned to listen to? Or? No, I hadn't. You got your guitar there? Yeah, I got my guitar. Probably just make something like it. Something bluesy. Ooh, that's what I like. <laughs> Cold. What a cheap fat bastard. <laughs> 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 
it for the podcast guys good Hope podcast like that exit. thanks for listening blue pig city go hogs back to the hog call podcast